Hi, I'm Christoph Zimmerman. You're listening to the Pink Gun Podcast. Um, nothing too special. Everyone available who was also available uh, for the last game. Also some good news with uh, Grant Hanley. He uh, started to join us uh, during team training on um, on Wednesday. So since two days, um, sadly this come, game comes comes a bit too early because he was out for such a long time. But it's good to have him uh, back in the dressing room, back on the on the training pitch, and also good to know that uh, yeah, if everything works for the on uh, quite well, then he's also. Uh, available for the festive uh, period with the many games and for that some good news uh, with him as well. Um, just a bit of news from the wider footballing world this morning concerning Jurgen Klopp, he's signed a new deal at Liverpool, just your thoughts on him and, and the impact that he's had at the club and, and the Premier League? Yes, of course, first of all congratulations to, to, to Jurgen and uh, well deserved, so it seems uh, to be a perfect perfect fit, uh, the relationship between uh, him and, and Liverpool and uh, of course he's done fantastic so we don't have to speak about he's a, he's a world class uh, coach and wherever he um, worked he uh, delivered with uh, with quality and, and for that yeah, definitely good news for Jurgen but I also think uh, really good news for uh, for Liverpool and um, yeah I think it's it's uh, for both parties a, a perfect perfect outcome and um, feel pretty delighted for him. Um, just want to ask you about the the game last weekend against Sheffield United. Mm. Obviously, went a goal up, had a couple of chances to to go two up, and then the game sort of went the other way. I know you've talked about trying to put two halves of football together. It's kind of evidence again, maybe last weekend. Mm. Yes, so a small situation, always uh, defining uh, the games in, in, uh, in football and uh, yeah, of course it was a disappointing game without any doubt because we started really, really solid and good into the first half. I think we were not world class, it was not our best first, first half, but we were on the front foot, deserved to uh, to be in lead and had one or two um, good situations, perhaps to score a second goal and so that the game would be already buried uh, more or less in, in, at halftime. But, um, yeah, sadly we came out and uh, t we had uh, ten really poor poor minutes with uh, several mistakes, and uh, then you found yourself uh, two one back. And of course, then against a highly motivated side, Sheffield, um, who are then back in the game and are also always quite good when they defend with their five man formation. Uh, it was then difficult to turn the game, and and of course it was a disappointing uh, outcome anyhow. But uh, for that, it's always important uh, to be honest and, and to speak after the game also in a pretty honest and uh, objective uh, way about to, to point out the, the details we were good in, for example in the first half or of course also the topics uh, we should improve and, and we were not uh, on, on our top top level in the second half and we spoke about this and um, yeah, it's it's always the same so it's always like a, a win and a good result is always good for the mood and then when it's a, bit, uh, a loss is always a bit drying and of course one or two days we were, we were a bit disappointed, a bit down but then after that, so I would say since Wednesday we are we're totally focused to uh, in order to be prepared uh, for the next really unbelievable difficult uh, task uh, against Leicester City. How do you then try and put the two halves together in the game tomorrow? 
Yeah, in general, so we know that we that we need an outstanding performance at, at Leicester. So Leicester, without any doubt, at the moment it's it's a team of the moment. So with several uh, wins uh, in a row, and and um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough game for us, without any doubt. So at Leicester, um, but uh, to be honest, we we showed in each and every game uh, during uh, during the season that we are competitive uh, on each and every level. And uh, when I judge in general. After the last international break, all our our last four games, um, we started with a with a win at Goodison Park, had a draw against Arsenal, and had then um, a two-one uh, loss at Southampton, and right now also a two-one uh, loss in the in the home game uh, against Sheffield United. So when you when you judge a performance, um, I think over over the um, last four games there were perhaps two poor half times. Uh, the first half at Southampton. And the second half right now, sadly, against uh, against Sheffield United. And um, also, when you judge these games, you have to say, so we could have lost all four games without any doubt. So we could have also lost at Everton, although we deserved to win this game and were there. it was a good performance, but it was also a close game. And we could have also uh, lost against Arsenal, for example. We could have lost all four games. But it was also definitely possible to win all four games. So against Arsenal, I think the last 30 minutes, it was more like a power play. We nearly played them out of the park. And it was definitely possible to win, for example, the last game uh, against Sheffield United if we would have added another um, uh, second half like it was in the first half. So it's it's always up to um, that we are competitive in, in each and every moment. And uh, also like um, we are capable to, to uh, win each of the games. So we have proved this. And we found it perhaps a bit easier, to be honest, to, to get some good results against the top class team so far, instead of uh, the teams when they were just concentrate on defending and sitting deep, like for example the home game against Watford or right now also against Sheffield or against Southampton. So uh, especially against against the top class sides, we had really really good performances and um, also some good results, and uh, that means so we are uh, there with a chance in each of the game. We know that we have to be at our best at Leicester without any doubt, and we are. Aware and respectful, but we are we are not um, we are not scared anyhow. And for that, we try to be good in our topics, and uh, then we definitely have a chance. And I suppose Brendan Rodgers obviously done a very good job. But why why do you think it is, or what's he done that's made him so much maybe better since before he arrived? Mm. So it's not up to me to, to judge what happened in the in the um, in the time before, but all I can say is that Brendan is doing a fantastic job without uh, without any doubt. So you see his and realize his handwriting of uh, of the team and and to play with this consistency so so many wins in a row on on this level so in all competitions uh, is outstanding so he was able to um, create an unbelievably good uh, defensive uh, behavior so they have many clean sheets and they're pretty pretty solid in in terms of defending and I also feel the 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 um, I would say the the uh, the mindset of the team so the mental attitude um you always got the feeling though they enjoy to work together and and uh, to be successful with each other so you also feel that they enjoy what they're doing on the pitch so they they have lots of fun while playing playing football and i think that's totally up to to brand to give uh, this feeling to 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 the slats of course and also the results also help with the with the mood and also with the confidence but in general so it was was up to create this this atmosphere with the team um, and uh, also got the feeling so of course so 
um, yeah, he was able to to bring his key players and also like in the in the in his perfect positions. Yeah, when I think about, uh, of course, about don't have to discuss about Wadi. He's on fire at the moment. James Madison, um, and he's doing fantastic. So in general, Brandon is doing a fantastic job, and uh, yeah, lots of credit uh, to him and, and many many compliments. But doesn't take anything away that uh, we are greedy and want to want to uh, travel away with some points uh, if any are possible. And maybe spoil their on the best ever winning run they've had in in top flight. So you could be spoiling that party. Maybe. That's right. That's uh, what we're trying to do. So it was also like um, when I remember Manchester City. I think there were also nearly 20 games unbeaten when we played them, and it was a big sensation. You always have a chance in each and every game on each and every level. We know that in this game we are not the favorite and we are the underdog. And uh, would be perhaps anyhow quite normal if, if Leicester wins win such a home game in this situation. But um, yeah, like I mentioned several times before, in football you're also aiming uh, to reach something extraordinary. We know, so it's it's also in our hands. So if we are good in our topics and we reduce our mistakes, um, and we are good also in our attacking, then we have a chance wherever we travel. And uh, this is also what uh, what we spoke about during during this week. So we have to be respectful, but also like to 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 um, stick to our believings and uh, to go for the unconfident. Uh, yeah, to try to to grind some some points out, and uh, even at Leicester. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Follow up on Grant Hanley, Daniel. How has he dealt with um, the setback in his injury? Because you've had to be really careful to ease him back, hasn't it? It's been a really frustrating spell for him. Yes, first of all, Grant is a brilliant lad and has a strong character and it's no coincidence that he's our, our club captain and uh, really important in the dressing room for the, for the whole team and of course he's a proud player and, and unbelievable, unbelievable really to help the team as, as quick as possible and also for such uh, strong characters it's, it's not easy to, to deal with, uh, with setbacks and, and also with some disappointing setbacks because of course he wanted to return to back to team training earlier because he always wants to help the team and um, was not uh, not easy for him, but he's also experienced meanwhile, and and he's strong in his head, and his all attitude, and it was not like he was. Of course, he was disappointed, but not too down even during his time when he was not uh, able to to join us during team training. He was there for the lads and try to support them and cheer them up and give them uh, some confidence. And yeah, we're all happy that we have Grant back right now, also back in uh, back in team training. Talk to you about James Madison. I'm sure you're expecting the questions. Um, we went and spoke to him midweek. He was very complimentary about the effect that you had on uh, that spell of his career. And how, how much pride have you taken in seeing him advance so quickly and, and playing for England and things like that? It's well deserved, uh, to be honest, because uh, James uh, was, since I was allowed to, to work with him, really always there with a, with a great attitude. So I can remember the time when. When I arrived, yeah, he was a bit, still a bit like a like a kid, and we had to build him up also in, in his physical terms, and worked a lot more like in his positioning and also in his uh, tactical understanding of the of the game. But he was also already, although he was that young, always greedy. Um, to improve each every day and he's a confident lad but also still finds finds a good balance between being confident and you have to be confident uh, on this level when you want to play in the key role but also like unbelievably greedy and self-critical in order to improve uh, your game on the on a more or less on the daily base and uh, for that um, yeah of course we were sad when he when he left us but sometimes you have to accept that the player is is in this development a bit quicker than the club uh, was and for us it was also a crucial deal in, in order to uh, to keep the club running because um, of uh, yeah lots of financial pressure and and uh, yeah fingers were of course crossed for him also on this big stage on the Premier League level and all I can say is he's done fantastic so far so you got the feeling so he's 
uh, improving from from really from from week to week and even on this uh, level so he's he's yeah playing for a side who's sitting on position two and in, in the best league in the world and he's a key player for them he plays more or less in the number 10 role and, and delivers with uh, with goals he delivers with assists is crucial for their game and uh, totally deserved that he got uh, got the call up uh, for the uh, for the national squad and right now um yeah even when he was wearing the the shot with little three lines so we're speaking about okay run day you have to rather uh, the shot with the three proper lines and uh, it's totally deserved and pretty sure if he can go further on with his attitude uh, also with his uh, balance to to stay grounded um, with his both feet on the ground on the ground um, then we'll, he will have a great future and it's good to, to see him tomorrow definitely uh, it's always great to see him on the pitch but one thing is also for sure yeah, we want to make it as difficult as possible tomorrow also for him um, in uh, in his area and uh, for that nice to see him but also like we are focused on our game and want to win this game He's just one of the attacking threats you, you mentioned Jamie Vardy briefly there how, how do you go about stopping a player like him because uh, Brendan Rodgers has spoken about his pace and most teams, once if he gets in behind you, you, you probably know you're in trouble, don't you? Yeah, we, to be honest, we also spoke about the space in our meeting uh, today. Um, quality is always defined over performance over long term period, and this is what uh, Jim Wadi is, is delivering. So he's delivering since since years, not only a good spell uh, with a few good weeks or a few good months, and this for me is a sign of, of a really quality striker. So to in each and every surrounding to be there and to deliver with uh, with goals, and for this he's 100% for me. Yeah, one of the um, the best strikers in Europe and of course when you deliver on, on this level with so many goals it's outstanding and it will be one key task for us uh, to control him and to control his movements uh, without without any doubt And but uh, it's always up to, to do it as a team and also with our general uh, tactical behavior we know it's a huge task especially for, for our last row but um, it's also important like to um, to disturb the deliveries for, for his game so it's more like to control also the, the areas um, uh, out of that areas he gets uh, the, the the key passes. So I think we it's 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 a fine balance between of of course being aware of his quality and also of his movements, uh, but also in anyhow to to control also all the other topics and all the other um, yeah great players who deliver for for him. Uh, for example, James Med to control James Madison because he's pretty often there with a with a key pass uh, in order to use him and also like. To be also switch on also in our possession because he's quite good in counter attacks and you're is always lurking also to control him even in our possession that he's not away out of out of our control even in our possession to to be then uh, able to control their counter so this will be also a key topic in in, uh, in our game and if we're good on these topics then we have all chances also to be uh, to be there with control over uh, over him it's, you mentioned a little bit earlier as well that you've done almost better against the, the bigger team so far this season. Is that maybe to a degree because there's not quite as much pressure on the game as in you've all sort of travelled to Leicester and not too many people expect you to win? No pressure is on uh, on each and every game, so that's uh, that's quite normal. So each every point counts, and there's there's not so much a difference. And we have also, for example, done fantastic against teams. So Newcastle, meanwhile, they're in a good position, but when we played them, uh, they were not in their best position, and they were sitting deep, uh, back pretty deep. And we were also able to dominate a game like like this, and and uh, were able to create chances. So we are capable to win against each and every side. Sometimes it's of course even a bit a bit easier for uh, for us who are always there with many movements in behind and also good out of counter attacks also out of quick uh, quick passing when a team is perhaps even a bit more open and also um, gives us also a bit more space instead of 
yeah they are sitting deep and then anyhow we have to to yeah anyhow win a 50-50 duel or sometimes to score out of a out of a header because we don't have this unbelievable physical threat so that's perhaps um, the tactical background that we find it find it even a bit easier sometimes when we are in lead and the opponent has to open or perhaps we face a side who is uh, also concentrate on, on or to play football and also to attack and also to play offensive um, but I would uh, I would say it's more or less for each and every team the, the same so uh, Liverpool is also better against sides who try to play football uh, against them because then they have space for their for their offensive players with, uh, with lots of pace so I think for many teams it's it's even quite easier to to play also against sides who want to take part in this game and and, and not just to sit back anyhow. So um, I wouldn't interpret too much uh, in it. It's it's even sometimes a bit easier from the tactical approach, uh, but it has nothing to do with uh, with the pressure or something like this. Just finally from me, um, Ben Godfrey linked with big money moves to big clubs again in a in a national newspaper, mm -hmm. and these things happen as transfer windows approach. With young players like that, do you have a chat with them and just try and keep them focused and not thinking about those kind of things or is Ben sort of strong enough that you don't need to? He's a strong character, there's no coincidence, he's, uh, he's wearing the captain armband also in the under-21 uh, of, uh, of, of England and also was allowed to, to wear also our uh, our captain armband uh, so far and, and it's not a topic we have to speak about because he's mature and grown up enough in order to judge it, it's quite normal when you're doing well um, and he's without any doubt has, has done fantastic during um, I would say the last uh, last year anyhow um, then it's quite normal that for such a young player with so so much potential yeah that there are some rumors and you have to handle this so we had to handle this during the whole season it's quite normal so everyone is, is, is attracting when he's uh, when he's doing well on this uh, on this level but yeah it's also he signed a long-term contract and we are quite quite calm because our financial situation is, is quite relaxed so not not you can't compare it like with the situation two years or one even uh, one and a half year ago uh, so for that we are quite relaxed and we know um, he's a key player for us and we definitely need him that's uh, that's definitely for sure thank yes thank you you mentioned the, the financial position obviously selling james madison sold all that didn't it he's had a big role in the promotion even though he wasn't there is that fair to say Yes, it's fair to say. Um, in general, so the, the first season was uh, in general difficult because with unbelievable financial pressure, more than we could speak about in, uh, in public, we had to sell already during this period some of our our key players also during the season. Uh, think about players like Johnny Howison, for example, was also really a fantastic player for us, or Alex Pritchard during the season. So, And um, there was also a bit pressure to, to develop our young players in order to uh, to be able then to sell them really because we, we need this money in order to keep this club growing so under this circumstances to to stabilize uh, stabilize the club in the first season was not easy and uh, I think this um, yeah first season was anyhow the seat anyhow for, for our success because it was an unbelievable difficult season but in in, uh, in general we finished it yeah, in a solid position in, in mid-table so not what everyone who is connected with Norwich would have liked at the moment but knowing afterwards how big the financial pressure was it's more like everyone was uh, was accepting also that it was more like a year of transition and um, yeah James w was then of course crucial that uh, we didn't have to sell any other of our key players and also were then able to stabilize the um, financial situation of the of the club and for that um, due to his developing um, yeah was also anyhow crucial although sadly he left us but he was a cornerstone also like in our in our whole approach to to yeah to uh, compete um, in order to to gain the Premier League back 
he hadn't played much for UK. What, what did you see in him straight away? Did it take a bit of time? Well, to be honest, he didn't play that much. That's uh, that's right. And uh, everyone was more or less discussing uh, when I when I came in uh, about uh, it doesn't make sense. He's a young lad, didn't play that much. We have lots of competition, um, especially also in this position because we had many um, also a bit older and experienced players. Uh, should we send him out on loan in order uh, to give him minutes? But it's more like from the first day. Um, yeah, I saw. How, uh, I realized how special he can be. Of course, there were. You had to work on a, in a few uh, topics uh, with him and, and uh, to develop a young player. But my feeling is, if if we are patient enough in order um, in order to to give us also the time to work with him, because he had to improve in, in several periods, but also like willing to back him, then he can immediately have a fantastic uh, fantastic um, impact, also pretty pretty quick and. But it was on also due to them. So one thing is you can have an idea and you can work with a player, but it's then also totally up to the player and also to his attitude to to take this and and to be greedy to work and to be greedy to develop. So sometimes you got these players, they are praised that much after one or two good games and they lose ahead and they still think they are already world class and they don't want to develop further on. So it was was important to also like. Yeah, to 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 go after them, even uh, even although his developing was was quite good, in order to to bring consistency in his performances. And but he brought also this uh, the special balance between being unbelievably confident, but also like willing to to improve and willing to willing to learn. And uh, if you have this uh, good balance, then uh, it's always a good good basement situation in order to be successful. Yeah, even in top flight. He's been rated at hundred million pounds now. I hope you've got a good salon clause. <laughs> um, that's a question for Stuart and uh, and the club. So in, uh, in general, so I listen. So I I'm not a big believer in, in all this games of of transfer market. How how um, the transfer sums are and something like this. So it's something yeah, when you play FIFA, PlayStation, or whatever. Then it's important. But in real life, it's it's not that important. So he's a fantastic player for for Leicester, and uh, he still has to improve. He's still young, and he still has to improve in many many topics. But he's already a top class player, and and uh, no coincidence that he's that highly rated. Um, I will speak later on with uh, with Delia and Stuart if there's perhaps a possibility to um, to buy him back anyhow because our financial situation is right now much more much relaxed. I think he would even help us, but I'm not so sure if uh, it's possible anyhow. Speaking about the financial situation, Daniel, have you had any chats with Stuart recently about January? Is that still far too far in the distance for you to think about? Or? Um, to be honest, we were chatting each and every day, and also, yeah, of course, also about uh, January and, and the plans, but it doesn't change our, our situation. So we are not under pressure. We don't have to sell any players, but um, we are not in the position that we can uh, afford unbelievable um, uh, quality players. That's, that's also for sure. If I'm honest, so the January market is, is always more difficult than the summer market, and, and the players are even more expensive. So if we would have had um, the possibility to spend a lot of money, we would have done this in the summer. So, But this doesn't mean that we are not awake so sometimes uh, you have to be a bit more creative perhaps uh, to find a player who's there in a difficult situation right now at his club or perhaps there's a situation perhaps alone or something like this and of course there's also some some money left but it's not like we can afford a player for 20 million pounds that would immediately help us so we have to be a bit more creative and uh, of course we know and, and also speak about okay in which areas we can perhaps improve a bit and and uh, one thing is also for sure we will try it a bit in January but if I'm honest I don't expect too much business and to be honest it's for me at the moment it's 
in terms of days not so far away but it feels uh, pretty far away because we have so many uh, so many uh, games before the um, January window opens and I'm not so concentrated on it uh, at the moment so it's more like up to Stuart to, to prepare perhaps even a bit already um, behind the back and something like this but um, I will just concentrate on, on this topic even a bit more when there's really um, uh, yeah the transfer window is open I think then we have to, to speak more or less on a daily basis about all these rumors and we speak enough about this so I think a bit too too early to, to make too many comments about this topic no, that's, really yes, that's good um, <laughs> how hard has this week been for you and, and to, to, to be around the group because uh, something did feel like a particularly painful defeat on Sunday. Has, has it been a tough week? Um, the beginning of the week, uh, definitely, yeah, because after such a result, uh, you want to die. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, definitely for sure. So it's always like the day after a loss, it feels always, uh, always worse and always unbelievable difficult. But not so much about just because it was this home game and not necessary to lose this game. It's more or less the uh, same with each every loss. So it's more like it's more like the morning morning after when you wake up um, or if you wake up so if you can sleep so um, then it's it's always tough but then it always helps to to be uh, objective and analytic and it's quite important then to to have our um, our meeting and and to speak in a quite calm and analyzing way about this and also to speak about the things okay why did we lose this game and what went wrong and what do we have to improve or for example also like what were the good things uh, even during during this game so to speak about this um, that everyone is on the on the same page and also like knowing okay in which direction we have to head from now on uh, is also quite important and um, yeah then the second uh, day after game is quite often also a day off that helps and really to 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 clear the head completely and then it's more like you start with a with new energy for us it was uh, on wednesday and from this day on, it's more like um, you're not thinking too much about uh, about the Sheffield game. It's more like, okay, we have a great uh, game and also great chance uh, at the weekend. And it's more like yeah, you also feel the excitement more, more and more from 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 day to day. And since Wednesday, I would say so. The pain is also away. It's more like, okay, we're looking forward to to have this game with lots of attention on this game without any doubt. And um, yeah, but it's it's also a great chance for us to to be there with a with a great win or a great point, and in order to to uh, win a momentum back. And it's more like then to see more the chance instead of the pain that happened perhaps two or three days before. And just just finally, I, I don't think you managed to score an equalising goal from behind since since against Chelsea back in in August. Can you? Yes, first of all, I think it's it's completely due to to a different level. That's uh, that's right. And for newly promoted side, when you're back uh, on this level, it's quite difficult also to to come back. So for that, the first goal in the game is always uh, always uh, crucial. I think in general, so we have this mindset and this. Um, this attitude to to stick to the last second together and fight for everything and and we had also several several games for example Southampton yeah when we where there was a one two and then we had great chance in the last four minutes and our know, three chances to to come back was also perhaps even a bit due to yeah coincidence that we were not able to score to uh, to score then. Um, of course, we find it a bit more difficult to equalize a game or turn a game on this level in comparison to the uh, championship uh, level. But it's also like um, 
to accept that it's it's more difficult to turn a game and also a topic we spoke about during during this week to be honest it's more like then also to show perhaps even a bit more resilience when 10 or 50 minutes uh, don't um, uh, go in our favor and in our direction then also to be mentally strong and show even a bit more resilience because my feeling was we need a bit too long after we had this poor 10 minutes against Sheffield to, to be then back in the in the game and uh, just in the last 10 or 15 minutes we were then there was a great chance for Todd Cantwell for example so to to be to react even a bit quicker and not to be too down after after a setback during the game it's quite difficult when when you don't have um, the feeling okay you you can turn back a game uh, immediately and it's more like you need one time this experience then in order to 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 have this belief back and we spoke about okay when we find it difficult to 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 have this uh, have this um, uh, moment, this situation on this level. It's more like okay, we have to even to force it even a bit more. And uh, it was also a topic, uh, to be honest, uh, what we spoke a lot about uh, in the last days. Yes. 